Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast, where our mission is to impact someone's life every single day. We focus on how ordinary people become extraordinary. And here is your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of You Must Believe Way of Life. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind, will eventually become your words and become your reality. You made it to Life Lesson Thursday. Woo! Man, you made it through Motivation Monday, Health Tuesday, Life Lesson Thursday, and Hump Day Wednesday. If this is your first time on the podcast, I want to say welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast. And if you sent this podcast to somebody else, I want to say thank you for helping us fulfill our mission of impacting lives every single day day. Uh, today is Life Lesson Thursday. Uh, this is a self-reflection podcast. There is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcasts beyond this. And I just self-reflect. That's all I do. Um, there's no script. There's no board in front of me. I don't write anything down. I don't even think about what I'm going to say before I come on. Sometimes I have ideas, I guess. That would be a lie. Sometimes I have an idea, but today like, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I have no idea. And so I speak through source and source, I believe, is God and God is guiding me and guiding my steps. And through my education and knowledge and my wisdom that I've gained throughout my life, I'm able to freely speak on this microphone because I live, breathe, and eat everything that I'm saying. And that's very important. And I think in the beginning, I had to educate myself and then project the education because I wasn't confident in my ability to teach it because I wasn't living it. But now I'm living it. I'm breathing it. I wake up at 2.50 in the morning. I meditate. I pray. I work out. I work about 19 hours a day. I put in more work than most humans put in in a whole week in about four hours. So I have the right and knowledge. And another thing that's really important is if you see me or you know me, I always have headphones on. Somebody asked me the other day, why do you always have headphones on? Do you listen to music? Nope. I'm listening to education 100% of my free time. If there is free time, the only free time I have is driving to and from places where I do a lot of driving, pick up my son, go back, go back, go back. I'm constantly moving, going to appointments, going to private clients, doing all this stuff. I am constantly, constantly educating. That's why nobody can outwork me. Nobody can out think me, nobody can out strategize me, nobody can, because I'm constantly in knowledge, constantly in knowledge. That's what I want to talk about today. There's my topic, constantly in knowledge. So what you're seeing in your current reality is a reflection of the wisdom that you've gained in the subconscious mind programming that you've gotten since you were a young child in the subconscious mind program that you keep developing as you move forward into your life. Now that subconscious mind programming may be extreme mediocrity with your family generations of people believing that they need to live in poverty, right? So what is that? So if your family over and over again believes that they need to live in poverty and they were born in the ghetto or you're born in a tough situation or um, there was things that happened to you when you were a child, there's molestation, there was uh, uh, abuse, there was all this stuff. That is a circumstance or a current reality subconscious mind programming that you were born into. And it's not your fault. You were born into that. Not You can't take yourself as a baby and take your stroll and roll off into another family. You were born into that situation. And what that creates is it creates a subconscious mind programming. So you were like a little baby computer and there was all this information going into your head. Now, think about that as knowledge, right? So you were being downloaded all this knowledge like a book. And that book became your story, right? So then you go into junior high and like me, you got rejected. And I'm going <laughs> to tell a story right now. This is pretty funny. I don't know if my, uh, my friend Damon listens to this podcast. I don't know if he listens. He's out in Ireland now. So I got to see him recently. It was wonderful. Um, but there was a moment in time that 
became a subconscious mind programming that people don't realize. And I'm going to tell a story. I've never told this story in public, never told this story in public. So this is how powerful subconscious mind programming is. And remember, I'm not blaming anybody, but this is part of my subconscious mind programming. So uh, we were in junior high and um, I was always a chubby kid growing up. Uh, I always had a funny personality because I was always very insecure in my funny personality. Let me grab a drink of water real quick. So I'm going to tell you a funny story. Hold on. Uh-uh. Mm. That was really awkward to take a drink of water. I like put it over my microphone, spilled it all over my face. Ah, okay, where was I? Oh, okay. So this story, this is a really funny story. I love telling stories. I'm a storyteller. So, um... And we're in junior high, right? So as a fat kid growing up, I never got the girls. I remember in sixth grade, they used to have these makeout circles and I never got picked. Never got picked for the makeout circle. That shit hurt, man. And every time I liked a girl, I had to, I've always been this way. I've always been a one girl type guy, right? I just, I fall in love, you know, quickly and I fall hard and I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just very giving in that way. And um, so I'd always fall in love with a girl and get infatuated with a girl and then it just wouldn't work out. They would always find a cuter kid or a cooler kid or a skater kid or the good looking blonde kid. We went into junior high. I hope Damon listens. This is a funny fucking story. So we go into junior high and there was this girl that I was in love with. Julie Gums, man. I wonder if she listens to the podcast. Julie Gums. She's gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful girl. Um, probably one of the most beautiful girls in our school, uh, you know, at that time or whatever. Um, I thought she was just dropped it gorgeous. I think all the guys felt the same way as well. So Julie Gums, um, I wanted to go to the dance. We had this thing called Morp. It was like prom backwards or something like that. I, don't, I think that's what it was. It was, it was a ninth grade dance. I didn't, we go to I think it was ninth grade or eighth grade. It doesn't really matter. I'm digressing. And so I really, really wanted to go with Julie, right? And I remember laying on my parents' bed, talking to her on the phone. I wonder if she remembers this. And um, I wonder how I even got the chance to communicate with her. So we're on those little rotary, rotary phones, right? uh, whatever they're called, the phones that are plugged in the wall. I'm laying there. I'm talking to her. And I asked her to the dance. And she said no. And I experienced this deep, hardcore rejection. It it was like a knife went through my chest, like a knife went through my chest. And I remember it was my first experience with female rejection, I think it was, or whatever you want to call that. And I'll, I didn't realize it at the time how much it changed me. And so I got rejected deeply, deeply. I wanted to go with her. I don't even know if Damon knows this part of the story. So I ended up going with her friend. Denise, was, no, she's a beautiful girl. She's a great human being. Um, I got to go with Denise. She was, uh, we became friends. And I, we went in a, I'm, I hope I get the story right, but this is how I remember it. You know, I think we make up stories in our head as we come along because of our subconscious mind programming. But I remember we got a limo. I think my parents paid for it. They were always paying for everything. So uh, we got a limo. And I remember sitting in the limo next to Denise, who's an amazing human being. Denise was beautiful. I was really honored to go with her. But I wanted to be with Julie. This is the fact, right? So I remember sitting there watching Damon, who was so smooth. Like, he was so smooth. And he was a ladies' man. He knew how to talk to ladies. The ladies loved him. He had this long, luscious, beautiful black hair. He looked like a, a Mustang, right? He literally looked like a Mustang. Like, he was, you know, great shape, beautiful body at a young age. And, you know, he was fucking ripped. Uh, he was just like this jungle cat warrior when we were younger. He was just, he was like a, a pity of a man when we were young kids and I was just fat, doughy boy, right? And I remember sitting there watching this. I was like, fuck, man. Holy shit. And I was like, this sucks. And so I got this, so that, so what my point is, that became the knowledge in that moment. The knowledge was, I'm a fucking loser. 
I can't get the girls. And so that became my storyboard, right? And so as I went into the military and I started to uh, meet other people and I still had the insecurity, went into bodybuilding, was super insecure. The storyboard was the knowledge base that I had because I wasn't gaining new knowledge was that I'm the fat little boy inside and I built this big shell around myself based on the knowledge base that I had because I wasn't educating myself that there is a different way. I only followed what my parents told me, what everybody around me told me, what my brother, my, you know, what everybody around me did, right? We just, this is your subconscious mind program. You go to work, you get a job, you retire, you work on tools and guns and you, that's what you, that's what most males do in our family. And I just, it, for me, it just didn't seem what I wanted. Nothing wrong with it at all. That's what they really enjoy doing that. I don't like that. I want to create generational fucking wealth. I mean like generational fucking wealth, like millions and millions and millions of dollars because financial stress fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. So my point behind this is as I went through my transition and I ended up attempting suicide on December 18, 2006, I woke up from that attempted suicide and I had failed at suicide. I couldn't even commit suicide correctly, right? So I wake up. The only option I had was to gain new knowledge because the knowledge that I had wasn't working for where I wanted to go. So I started to become fucking obsessed, just like bodybuilding, just like getting buff and just like trying to win all the time. I became obsessed with self-development. So I constantly for the last 13 years have had headphones on. If I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts. If I'm sitting, I'm listening to a book. If I'm doing anything, I'm educating, 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 educating. Now it took a long process, but the last five years, literally, I have not watched the news. I have not taken any media type information. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to anything other than stuff that I actually put into my brain based on what I want to see hear or do. And it has to be moving my life forward. Sometimes, very rarely, uh, people around me know that I can't stand scrolling. And so like, I'll get caught scrolling. Boom. I stop myself. I don't consume social media. So a lot of people are like, Oh, did you see my post? Usually I don't see it because I don't consume a lot of social media. I just project. I just, because I get caught up in that scrolling, scrolling hour goes by. I'm like, I just wasted an hour of productivity. So my point behind this is if your life is not where you want it to be, then you need to gain new knowledge. You need to start to seek new knowledge. And the best way to do that is to start to dive into books. The where your foundation of where you should start is think and grow rich. Now, when I say that females, I want to put this out to you, beautiful women, you beautiful, beautiful females. I love you. Um, a brotherly sisterly love. I love you. Um, is that when you start with that book, I think it was written in 1936, remastered in 1950 or something like that. It's, it has a tone of male chauvinist, right? Don't listen to that tone, right? Because it was written back when things were very different, right? Women didn't work. And I, think, I don't think women worked back then. I, well, the women were most stay-at-home moms. It was just a different, it's different than it is now, right? You, you can understand that piece, right? So, so take out the tone of the being targeted towards males and look at the principles, right? A couple of the principles that stand out changed my life. I've listened to this book every single year. I used to listen to it every single day. So this last couple of years, I felt like I had the principles so ingrained inside of me. I was able to gain new knowledge. Every single day, I would listen to Think and Grow Rich driving to work when I was in corporate America every day. There's 13 principles in it, a couple that stand out. Mastermind. You need to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, people who call you on your stuff, people who you can share ideas with, and people who are where you want to be or striving to be where you want to be. 
That's one of the biggest ones. Number two that stands out to me is sexual energy, sexual energy, sexual energy, sexual energy. Most men really struggle with this. Some women struggle with this because sexual energy is one of the most powerful, powerful energies. So now I'm a single man, right? I got divorced. Uh, very sad from it too. It was something that, that um, it hurt, right? And so I got divorced and I'm a single man now with two kids, single father. I have three companies and I don't have an ounce of energy can be wasted on sexual energy. Now here's why it's so powerful. Because if I was to start dating and I would start to be intimate with another person, that sexual energy takes over your mind. That's 